It's Monday, so you know what that means. We got GBU, good, bad, and ugly as we discuss week one of college football for the ACC. It was crazy, nonetheless. Wild would be my word, word to use. But more importantly than that, it showed us maybe who is potentially a top dog in the Atlantic. Kenton Gibbs here from Locked On Wolfpack here to discuss all of that and more. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm here with Monday host, Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. As we rock and roll for GBU Monday, which is good, bad, and ugly for things that we've seen from our respective ACC schools. We got a lot to talk about today as the Atlantic Division was full of highs and lows, ups and downs, and maybe there's a new dog on top. We have not yet seen the Clemson and Georgia Tech game because that is a late night show, but we still wanted to make sure we talked about the rest of the schools around our conference. Kitten, what's going on? Everything is everything. I, I truly cannot complain. We got real football back. We got games that matter back. We got things being tallied on records uh, for the rest of the year back. So it's it's great to see it, not just a week zero where we get a little nibble. Well, that was the little appetizer. Right now, they, they brought out the entree. They brought out the, the, the fajitas with the sizzling sauce all over them. Got them popping throughout the restaurant. So it's a great time for me. 100% agree. And if you could describe week one college football, how would you say it went down? Um, I I actually, in looking at the totality so far, I would say it's your typical week one. I would say it's your typical week one. You know, we've got teams performing better than we thought they would. We've got teams performing worse. We've got uh, teams that all of a sudden are the worst thing since, uh, since you know, the dirt under your fingernails. And we got teams that are the best thing since sliced bread. But, of course, it's week one. People are going to overreact based on week one. That's always how it goes. So we're, we're here to sort that out. We're here to tell you what's real and what's not. And, you know, there was conversations around the ACC and looking at their schedule. And if they went too hard with some of these matchups, we saw the ECU, App State, you know, other teams that made a competitive ODU. Would you say the ACC needs an easier start than they currently see right now? Or is it pretty much like, nah, nut, nut up or shut up, you got to play. What are y'all doing? Nut up or shut up. I don't, I don't think that this start was like ridiculously difficult. Yeah. I mean, we we've talked about Virginia Tech. I I have long been a proponent of that was Price's team. That shouldn't have been Price team, but that's another story for another time. Um, as far as NC State and and um, and North Carolina, at the end of the day, these are are situations where these teams have to perform better. Point blank. Period. However, one of them I do trust to get a lot better. One of them, I mean. Uh, there's a there's was it Bateman was the last defensive coordinator? I believe Bateman is saying, See, it wasn't me. For folks who need full context, please explain since you want to throw shade. Thank oh, ba- Bateman was the uh former defensive coordinator at uh at UNC and got fired, and uh, they bought in a new guy, they bought in Gene Chiswick. Am I am I correct there? They bought mm-hmm. in Gene Chiswick, and uh, Bateman is sitting at home like, I never allowed 40 points in one quarter, so uh. You know, I guess sucks to suck, I guess. It can't be me. But, yeah, no, seriously, um, there's, again, this, like you said, nut up or shut up. Like, this isn't, 
this isn't a situation where I'm like, oh, no, we need to schedule more of the Southeast Directional School for the differently abled in order to get more big wins. No, no, you're playing good, decent, um, good, decent teams and all that good stuff. Uh, uh, NC State and UNC playing in state against some teams that consider themselves rivals to those school schools. Sure, you got to figure it out. Win a ball game. You know what I mean? I mean, there are plenty of teams this week that figured out ways to win ball games, and there were some that figured out ways to lose them so far. So all in all, it's a typical week one. I think that people are always going to overreact based on week one. That's what we always see. And so we're, we're here to help decipher what's real and what's not. A hundred percent. And so as we talk through the Atlantic teams and what went down over week one, of course, we don't have to catch any more strays on this show. Thank you very much. Now I'm we go. Anyway. I mean, anyway. I don't know why you should, because we can get to your team if you want to. We can. we can start with them. We can start okay. with them. I just okay. want to make sure you understand. We, it's we can coming. start with we can But start because with. this is my show, we're going to go GPU style. We're going to talk oh, about okay. the good, the good that happened this weekend. And as it stands, my good for the ACC is the fact that we're 10 and three. And the only reason we're 10 and three is because we had teams face off each other. So we started out with conference play between Louisville and Syracuse, which that'll be another topic for another time in the show. However, the good 10 and three ACC starting out with a strong record, picking up some really big wins, right? The Florida state LSU one obviously comes top of mind in terms of just the way we are positioned here in the college football landscape and how people assume, Oh, the SEC is going to be so much better. They're far superior, have way better athletes, blah, 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 blah. It was good to see Florida state who is a national powerhouse for so many ways because of their brand, being able to relish in the excitement of a very good game on the national stage at night where everyone is watching. Well, my good ties into what Florida State did as well as what my team did as well as what some other teams did, which is running the ball is back, baby. For years, we all of a sudden were seeing every quarterback that went to every school break every record. And, and now all of a sudden, running the ball is back in style. NC State only survived against ECU because Demi Sumo looked unstoppable at times. You look at what happened with, uh, and, and I know that we don't want to spend too much time on Syracuse and Louisville, but Tucker for Heisman is starting. That's a thing. And like I told people before the season, if they win 10 games, I could definitely see him winning it. Now, moving on from there, there were tons of other teams, Florida State and that three-headed beast that they've got in the backfield, running the ball. Jordan Travis hit some big plays, one of which was a flea flicker. How do you set up a flea flicker? Flea flickers don't work if nobody's worried about you running the football. So running the ball is back, and it's great to see. It is great to see that as a conference, we have fully leaned in to, you know what, passing the ball is great, and, and we have some really good quarterbacks, but maybe, just maybe, we got all these big buffet busters on scholarship. Well, I'm going to need them to bust more than a buffet. Go bust some heads on that defensive line, and let's move the ball. So it was great to see that. A hundred percent. I think it was just good to really see running backs finally get their just due, right? But more than that, we got to give credit to the trenches. You got to give credit to the O-lines that are stepping up in big ways. A lot of times we talk about, you know, the defensive line, we talk about the quarterback, we talk about the specialty players, but if you don't have any guys creating those holes, you're absolutely going to be in trouble. And I know that we are talking about Atlantic teams today, so I want to keep it all about them. I think the way they the way that you saw NC State's O-line step up after the loss of Ikemikwanu, it was big. It was critical, especially because, you know, in a high environment and where everything's intense, 
you definitely see want to see more of you know people stepping up and making big plays when you lose big time playmakers like Icky. Absolutely, absolutely. And another thing, when I talk about NC State only surviving because Demi played the way that he did, you're absolutely right. The offensive line needs a ton of credit in that game because even with Devin Leary's terrible performance, it wasn't a terrible performance because he was always under heat. He was just lobbing ducks. He was just making bad decisions amongst clean pockets. And so that's that's a situation there. But again, to go back to the other teams, um, Florida State against a, a LSU defensive line, and yes, they had some injuries and all that or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't next, tell me next about man up. Yeah. Don't tell me about the labor pain. Show me the baby. Okay. I don't want to hear about the fact that LSU did everything they could to give it away. Doesn't matter who won. FSU did everything they could to give it away. If we gonna keep it a buck. Well, sure, but I mean, two muff punts. Uh, the the your all American receiver all but quitting on the team in the second quarter. Like that is a high level of like I don't want to win this game. I promise you, I got better things to do than win a game in New Orleans. We're LSU. We've done it already. Been there, done that. We're tired of winning in New Orleans. Let's try losing for a change. But the reality is, I don't want to hear about any of that because again. The offensive lines came out and they ate. They moved folks around. They did what needed to be done in order to ensure that their teams were going to be successful. And again, it's it's beautiful to see because how long have we looked at the ACC as, well, they've got five or six good quarterbacks. But I'll tell you what, if you can stop those guys, if that guy's having a bad game, there's no way that they can beat even the lowliest of teams. And now look, I mean, honestly and truly, Jordan Travis was not bad. I'm not saying he was bad. He was not spectacular. That was not a that was not a performance where you're like, oh man, if you if Florida State sees quarterback play like that again, they'll they'll win every game. Like, so I mean, what you know. performance have you seen out of him that you're like, all right, this is definitely a quarterback. Like, he's definitely gonna like my, personally, and you know, I hate when people do this, but I see him if he wants to have longevity, gonna have to have a conversation about his uh, position when he tries to go to the next level. I mean, listen, I, I think that he he could. He made some really good passes. He showed some flashes. But for me, no. it's the consistency. No, sir. Okay, well. No, I, sir. Uh, no, well, no, sir. Again, Jordan Travis could not throw. Okay, no. no again, no. running the ball, running the ball is back it's in good. the ACC. Yeah, running so the ball let's, let's keep is it nice. the good. Exactly. I'm trying well, to, even Garrett Schrader looked like half of a quarterback. And that's Lord, saying a lot. Lord Jesus. Garrett had damn near of a Sat- game as Jordan. Are you serious? Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm okay. saying Satterfield's okay. seat is hot as fish grease in the middle of July. I mean, I'm talking 4th of July cookout territory fish grease. That- when you got Garrett looking good, it's Oof. a long day for your boy. But Oof. When Dino anyway. Babers get to smiling, Oof. you in anyway. trouble. Alexa, play deads because these boys are in trouble. All right, guys, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of the greatest joys. And guess what? There is a new flavor, and that is that indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. Built has truly done it again. The cookie dough chunk puffs have a light, chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And, of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the fam. It will be a perfect treat for all those road games that you're going to. You're traveling and you want to see more of your team's play. Like all built bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is, is simply delicious and tasty. And they are officially trying to make it better 
for your bodies by adding the collagen protein. So you're going to love this new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just a quick grab. Make sure you get something where you ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Build Bar. Go to build.com using promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15. Rocking and rolling here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. And we are talking about the good, bad, and ugly from week one from our Atlantic teams going out here, playing some good games. We are 10 and 3 as the tally shows here, but there were some bad things, right? It wasn't perfect. It, it was it was a little crazy at times. And of course, we can start with the bad to me was the NC State ECU matchup because not for no tea or no shade. It was simply like I we've hyped them up or we've We've allowed them to get to the expectations of we can say, yes, you have all the pieces in place to be excellent. Now show us what you can do. And the fact that you're stumbling makes people a little bit nervous because it's like, can you handle the pressure of the big stage that maybe a Clemson normally gets to be in the conversations? Everyone has the expectations. They roll. We keep it moving. Now, NC State, hey, we're saying, all right, you've got the pieces. Do what you can to do. Show and prove. You did, you did get the Ws. I'm not taking that away from you. But the way you got it was like, okay, I still don't know if I can trust you to, to perform on the biggest stage. All right. So here's a, a very quick uh, thing for that, right? So NC State had a very tough time, very barely, very narrowly survived out there in, in Greenville, North Carolina. They got out at Dowdy Fickle with a win, all that good stuff. Devin Leary played a bad game. Do you know how bad of a game he played? Guess when the last time he had a QBR that was as low as he had that game was? 2004 when he was in high school. 2019. It's been a thousand days since Devin Leary played that poorly. A thousand. Honestly, I'm not worried. I'm not. If you tell me that uh, the, the quarterback who's supposed to be Mr. All Everything has a really, really bad game, has that poor of a game, and the team still makes it out with a win, I'm okay with that. Because but can you handle the pressure? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, if you have one bad game, I should just be like, nah, that just that wasn't you. Shake it off. It is what it is. Or am I saying now that you have everything behind you, everyone's saying you're the man, you can't you uh busting uh pressure don't make diamonds, sometimes it busts pipes and it give it, it's giving busting pipes right now. I and this is why I say week one is always gonna be overreaction <laughs> week. Because now all of a sudden, here's here's the reactions that people are going to have to week one all of a sudden. Syracuse is good now. Devin Leary can't throw the ball now. Uh, these teams. Syracuse has been good. They have a terrible oh offensive system. Please. What? Please. Sean Tucker. Okay. Sean Tucker, okay, sure. Sure. Okay. Let's keep it to NC State. Okay. All of a sudden, Devin Leary is no longer a good quarterback. He's going to be nobody's, bad this year. I, this is Candace and Kenton talking. This is not everybody else. I'm literally sitting here telling you, can you handle the pressure after seeing what you just did against a very an in-state rival? You've gotten everything to tell you you're great. You're on a Heisman campaign. Sean Tucker showed me he was on a Heisman campaign. Okay. Devin Leary did not show me he was on a Heisman campaign. And that's just what it is. And what I'm telling you is, again, it is one week. It is but one yes, but yes or no. You, when you talk about Heisman campaign and you looked at Devin Leary's performance versus Sean Tucker's performance, you can sit here with full absolutely. Okay. I I sit here and say I sit here and say by far and away Sean Tucker played exponentially better than okay. Devin Leary. Not Thank even you. in the same. Thank you. That's in the I mean. same realm. Not Thank saying you. that at all. Okay. What I am saying is again, 
in week one, you come out and have a great game. All of a sudden, you're the best thing in the world. You have a bad game. All of a sudden, you're the worst thing in the world. But Devin is still on the Heisman campaign. He's still he's still on the track. He's still again. He thinks, I, but here's here's he, my thing. Answer the question. Do you still think Devin? Lee I didn't think he was on the Heisman. I didn't think it was should have been on the Heisman campaign before. Okay. I said that it was okay. possible if he played amazingly. This team went on to accomplish all the things. It was possible, but I never said, "Oh, he needs." We this this Heisman thing needs to be a full thing right now. No, what I am saying is this. Remember last year, week one, Georgia Clemson. Georgia scrapes by Clemson. Georgia can't move the ball to save their lives. Everybody says, oh, this Georgia team is done for. They're going to go through the SEC and get Molly Rock because they can't move the ball. And da, 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 da. Did Georgia's quarterback win the Heisman? What happened at the end of the year? Did the Georgia boy win the Heisman? Well, it doesn't matter who won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Who won what really mattered? Who won the thing that got everybody a ring? Everybody don't get a Heisman, but everybody gets a ring. That's that's what I'm saying here. Okay, okay. Oh, everybody gets a Heisman? Everybody gets their own individual piece of the Heisman? That's not what I said. That's That's not what I said. The thing that matters. We were having a conversation about the Heisman. You taking it to Georgia, but I'm talking about quarterback play. But Bryce Young literally had a good year, and he went off. I'm talking about strictly off performances – Devin Leary had a bad performance. But that wasn't where Period. we started this. We started Devin this. Leary we started had a this bad performance. Bad. We started this with the bad was NC State barely escaping and not living up to the hype. That's where we started. I said Devin Leary is not living up to the hype. And guess what? Because you said he, you said he had a bad game and he, he has not. a hat and he has one for a thousand. Okay. He hasn't. Right. Okay. He we, hasn't. Can, we can run a show bag if you need to. Don't even worry. Ha- we can't. We surely can't. Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying that this is an overreaction from week one okay. that now all of a sudden Devin can't handle the lights and the moments too big for him and all the good things. It looked like reality, it was too much. It would look like it was too much in Greenville. When in reality, as the season went on last year, he became more and more and more in the spotlight. When in reality, the game against Wake Forest, which was basically the game where it was like, this is going to decide the Atlantic. He showed up more so than uh, young Mr. Hartman, who won the game. Hartman not even playing, and this is a new season. But then, here we are. This is where we are right now. Again, I'm talking about my guy. I'm talking about my guy. I see. So going hard. No, 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 no. You go hard in the paint. You go hard in the paint, but let me tell you something. He had a bad game. I think he did. And, and, and he guess did. what? And guess what? And guess what? I don't think he's up to snuff. And there you have it. Boom. Drop Mike drop whatever you want. And he that's ain't, fine. He ain't, ain't, ain't going to get it done. And that's and fine. That's remember, is. remember last year, Georgia wasn't up to snuff after Clemson. Remember, Pitt last year wasn't up to snuff after Western Michigan. Remember now, we've seen teams not be up to snuff plenty okay. of times okay. in these early weeks. And then all of a sudden, we we look down the line and we say, well, wait a minute. How did that guy do? Well, wait I a say minute. NC State is up to snuff. I don't think that Devin is up to snuff. But see, those two things, those two statements to me can't exist in the world in this way, in this way. Okay. If NC State is to be up to snuff, Devin has to be better. They can't win sure. more games. They, they can win against maybe Texas Tech, maybe, if Devin isn't really, really good to great. Devin not, is like a Kenny Pickett in terms of he's been in there long enough. He's going to do just enough. And we're going to sit here and say he's a great college football what? quarterback. Okay. What? Can I give my opinion? With De- all, these, all these overreactions? Again. I- Devin, we talk about college quarterbacks as sometimes you just know when they got it. They ain't going to be here long. Devin Leary at one point was fighting for a starting spot against who? Bailey? 
he was started. He was fighting for a starting spot because he missed all of camp with COVID. Okay. That listen, I'm, okay. you know what? I'm going to move on to what I want to talk about as the bad here. The bad for all of the ACC, Thank including you. NC State, including NC State goal line offense. What under God's green earth happened whenever uh, ACC teams got inside about the five yard line in this Saturday? What under God's green and Sunday included because. Uh, Florida State did everything they could to piss down their leg in the moment of truth when they got to the goal line. Bubbles, missnaps, all the God's things. God's green earth is going on. Yeah, and here's we, the thing: we're not we're not practicing our uh, red zone offense as much as we should should. It, it is it is perplexing to me because these are the moments in which games are won or lost. I predicted that NC State was going to beat. ECU 42 to 25. Okay. Now let's look at what happened two times, two times NC state got inside the five and could not lean on a smaller ECU team and get into the end zone. Well, you don't and, have the backs to do that. And I think that was a. Demi Sumo is definitely the type of back that you can lean on. We've been talking about a bruiser. You know what I'm saying? Like a Bajan Robinson out of Texas. Like I'm thinking about like, what's my boy, the bus and all the things like they, y'all don't have those like stack, just, you know, small and pet compact type. Okay, well, that's I'll, okay. I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely give you that that we didn't have a proven guy coming into Saturday. Um, but with that being said, even if you look at Florida State, Florida State, what are y'all doing? You got down to the one. It was time to put the game away. But Trayshawn fumbled. Trayshawn fumbled. That's my point. It yeah. doesn't matter. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to hear the labor pains. I've delivered a baby in real life, and I can tell you firsthand, nobody cares about the labor pains. They're literally just like, oh, where's the little one? Where's the little one? Nobody's like, is the mom okay? How is she? Is she all right? They're like, where's the little one? What's going on? That's the same thing that I'm doing with these teams. I don't give a darn how you fumbled. I don't care how you got stopped. I don't care that you went uh, that you went shotgun from the one-inch line. I don't care that you got under center but fumbled a pitch. Goal line offense has to get better. Has to get better for both of those teams, if not more, if the ACC as a whole and these teams as individuals want to see their season go anywhere as they think it's going to go. Because at the end of the day, if you're getting to the one-yard line and and freezing up and glitching up, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. This season will be real short. Don't nobody got to worry about skipping the bowl game. Don't nobody got to worry about no Heisman, no none of that. You know, we talking about who deserve to be there, who deserve to be that. We ain't going to have to talk about none of it. We're going to save a lot of time. For all of you teams, if y'all cannot get it together at the goal line. Yeah, when it matters. All right, so that's good. That's bad. Now we get to the ugly. Let, let me just say, sit here and say, you are a defensive guy, right? Mm-hmm. So you understand defensive fundamentals. Yeah. One of the biggest fundamental things that you are taught as a defensive player is to tackle. Mm-hmm. If, you don't, if you're not taught nothing else, you're taught how to wrap somebody up, bring somebody down. Right. You know, you get you round the cattle. I have never seen worse tackling in my entire day. Like, I I don't understand. Like, it just felt as if, you know, when I look at the Carolina game, I know we're not talking about, you know, coastal teams today. But why is it that you're allowing teams just to get busy consistently? When you look at Florida State and the way LSU, JT, not JT, Jaden Daniels was able to just run all over you guys. Can y'all not? 
get on that line? Can you not get in that second in that secondary? Can y'all not figure it out? Like Jamie Robinson, I'm over here ready for you to have a go off in this game. And he had good moments, but overall, I just felt like every team struggled mightily, especially Louisville. Good night. Pack it up. Boston College was right, and Boston College was right behind. Hey. And so, and so, and I was just about to say, we can't let Halfley get off the hook. That's part of my ugly. That's part of my ugly. You want to know what my ugly is? Ms. Cooper, you want to know what my ugly is? My ugly is Atlantic defense in the clutch. All of these defenses absolutely crapped their pants in the clutch. All of them said, oh, wait, hold on. Now everybody's looking at me to make a play. Uh, Boston College, Halfley's supposed to be a defensive guy. How do you lose the Rutgers? How do you lose the Rutgers? How do you not, when the moment comes for you to bow your neck, when the moment comes for you to make your, your last stand where it's like, hey, if you can stop this Rutgers team that shouldn't have been in the bowl game last year and that went to a bowl game and got the floor absolutely wiped with themselves, when that happened, when that team is up, when your turn to get a stop against that team comes and you can't do such, it's a problem. Florida State, when you fumble on the one-yard line, it's it's sad, yes, but that team still has to drive 90-some-odd yards in a minute. In a minute. And any NC State fan who has the audacity to laugh, who has the gumption to laugh after what I saw, if it wasn't for a kicker absolutely deciding – let me tell you something. That kicker need to be investigated. That kicker from ECU had NC State on the money line. Yeah, I know he did. I you. know he did. Poor baby. That, that was a pobrecito because, oh, my gosh. That man said, I'm not going to make the extra point. I'm not going to make the field goal. I'm not going to make the bus home. I'm not going to make nothing. I'm not going to make a pitcher of Kool-Aid when I get back to the crib. I ain't making squat. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough to see because, I mean, at the end of the day, you never want the game to come down to you, especially players. I think you don't want to come down to kicks. I hate that. I'd rather you just win outright or, you know, have a really good goal line stay and all the things, right? I hate that, you know, kickers, you mean, get all people on the talking. This is too much. But for me, we talked so much about Malik Cunningham and how great he was offensively and, you know, Keetro Clark and all the things. But they can't play both sides of the ball. Yeah. And we nobody has said anything positive really, about Louisville's defense. We talked about Satterfield and his recruiting. We talked about Malik and how he's the second Lamar Jackson. Nope. Everybody men- nobody mentioned the fact that guy played two sides of the ball. Sean Tucker had his way with y'all all throughout that game. And to me, it's just like, okay, as much as we talk about being a quarterback conference, do we have any defensive standouts? And I felt like Renardo Green, that one great tackle from L- that LSU game, great. Anybody else? Yeah, we had some cool open field tackles, but nobody to me stood out to where it was like very dominant performances. And that, that's hard for me because, you know, I'm a defensive I, girl. I think the verse from, from Florida State put on a, a heck of a show. Yeah, he, yeah. he made himself some money. I'll tell you <laughs> what, that he made every bit of money that Boutte dropped. He went ahead and said, oh, I'll take that. Don't worry about it. Send it my way. Send it my way. Send the bag my way. But again, sure. I, I agree with you. And and again, we could go away from the coastal and talk about the Atlantic and how defenses folded in the clutch when they needed to show up. But the reality is, even if we're just staying in the Atlantic, we've got three teams that off the tops of our heads, and it, it, it should be more, I feel like I'm forgetting some, that mm-hmm. absolutely said, well, we need one more stop here. Ooh, that seemed like a lot. Coach, I done did a lot this game. <laughs> 
I, I done already made a couple tackles. You know, everybody thinks really highly of me. I, I'm not sure if I want to make this tackle, Coach. I'm not sure if I want to do it. And it's just pitiful. It's just god-awful, nasty, pitiful, the way that these defenses played in the at the moment of truth. NC State talked all this about our linebacker going one of the best in the nation. One of the, we do that, we do that. Da, 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 da. And then to see Isaiah Moore get beat as badly as he did by that tailback in that situation, which honestly, I don't even fully blame Isaiah Moore for. That's a little bit of Gibson. Why are you putting the linebacker on one of the most explosive backs in the nation in one-on-one in the open field situation? You set him up for failure, my boy. And then you go to Florida State. Again, as, as good as verse played, I did not see him on that last draw. I did not see him coming through, making big plays there. And then over to uh, um, what you saw with, with Boston College. Y'all, you know, this was supposed to be Phil's year. Phil is back. He's healthy. He's good now. And, and that's what we get out of y'all in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, again, defenses in the moment of truth were just ugly. Just not nasty. Just letting teams drive 90-something yards, having your all-world guys get beat, not showing up on the side of the ball where you're supposed to specialize in as a head coach. I, I think everybody's done drinking the Halfley Kool-Aid at this point. I think the, the Halfley Kool-Aid, somebody done peed it at this point because it, it's, it's tasting real bitter. It well, I mean, and he was at the kickoff talking about how he took fault for not really having the offense be as good as he wanted it to be, especially when Phil went down. So he was too defensive minded. But I'm like, maybe you're losing too much of the defense to touch, my buddy. Like, maybe we need to revert back. Revert back. Get back, back to back. the defense mind, baby. Get <laughs> that defense need a little more mind. That defense yeah. need a little we, more we mind. Said, baby, we, said, right? we said spread the love. We didn't say take the love away. Like, you, exactly. we, we, exactly. we're getting ourselves in a bad spot. But overall, Obviously, Syracuse starts out. They are currently sitting in the standings as number one because they had the conference they win. They have a conference win. Yep. Then you have Florida State. Then you have NC State, Wake, Clemson, Boston College, and then Louisville. Now, we all knew and we all put on our bingo card that Syracuse was going to be the number one team in the conference going out of week one. We all knew that. Like, that's supposed to be. But for me, I'm taking all apologies out of Dino and Syracuse. Like, it might not be for the rest of the season, but at least y'all got to put some respect on people's names. Like, they are actually – Nobody goes out here and trains and does all this to assume that they're just going to be last in the conference, right? Absolutely. And I think that it's just one of those situations where, sure, Clemson is going to have a good game today against Georgia Tech, and they'll probably be they'll be the, with the same level as Syracuse. But yeah, surprise, surprise! I'm I'm sort of surprised at how this is shaking out so far. I mean, again, it's it's super early. It's super early. Give Way it, early. give it some time. Give us enough. There's a there's a episode. Quote. Can we have our overreaction? What week? I think I think once we get to about week six or seven, then right. we know. Then we know, like we're okay, having a this... week six overreaction GBU show. Just so you know. Okay, and, and we can do that. But I'm I'm gonna tell you, it, there's a, a quote that I remember. I don't know who this was attributed to or who this was originally from, but it's applied mm-hmm. a lot in my personal life recently. It's applied in my sports life. It's applied in how I do uh, sports journalism as well. Tom Hanks was saying, if you think that you're the greatest thing on earth and you can do no wrong, you're doing all great. Just live a little while. Life will, life will bring you down. And if you think you're the worst thing on earth, if you think you can't do anything right, if you think everything is going wrong and, and you know, every time you intend to do good, it turns out bad, just keep living. Things will get a little better. So at the end of the day, for all the teams coming out of week zero and one, looking at themselves saying, oh, my God, what was that? Keep on living. All the teams that are walking out of week zero and one with the big chest saying, yeah, we can't be beat. Yeah, you can't stop us. 
Keep on living. Keep on living. Well, that's a word of encouragement for somebody. Now, we are wrapping up the show here. We've got tomorrow to talk about the Coastal teams, but we want to make sure you guys catch all of our shows and all of our teams around our league. Follow the individual schools. You can follow Kenton Gibbs at Locked on Wolfpack and his personal account, TGIF underscore Kenton. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we hope you guys enjoy the show. Until next time.